Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sports Talk in Denver. Just got bigger. How y'all feel? No. On three. One, two, three. Dave Logan. Big Al. Alfred Williams. And Ryan Edwards. <laughs> I love it! This is the KOA Sports Zoo. You just want to have flexibility. You want to have an open mind. You know, with Sean, we, we talked last night about potential target players that we would go get. So you just never want to be closed-minded. We've traded up where I've been. We've traded back a lot. Uh, it kind of depends what's behind you as well. You know, last year, we felt we could trade back five or six picks and still get Dulcich based on the teams behind us. Uh, George Payton today, as he, uh, along with Sean Payton, addressed the local media for about 50 minutes in a pre-draft press conference. We go from getting absolutely nothing from Dove Valley to all of a sudden a 50-minute press conference with the general manager and head coach. Welcome to the KOA Sports Zoo. Dave Logan, Alfred Williams, Ryan Edwards, 56690 is our KOA Centurl text line. Bit of an abbreviated show today as the Rockies and Phillies will go at it at 4 o'clock. Our coverage starts at 4, first pitch at 440. And we'll uh, obviously talk about the Nuggets' big win last night over Minnesota. We'll preview the Avs. But, yeah, let's, let's start there with a couple minutes with the Broncos today. And uh, a couple things that they, they pointed out, they are going to go best player available. And they uh, also, John Elway still has an office. So, with that, we, we, we get going here on the program. How are you, fellas? Man, doing great, man. Spending a little time over at the facility today was, uh, it was it, it's always nostalgic for me going over there. Um walking over there through the parking lot, looking down onto those fields and understanding what's about to happen this upcoming season, just kind of, it made me go to a very reflective place on how football is deemed real sweet, but in a few months, it's not going to be sweet at all. It's going to mm. be a lot of work down on that mm. field. I mean, that was, that, that, that's what reminded, you know, I remember my last few practices my last year playing for the Broncos, I used to sit on the the crane. They, we had a crane that would go up and film the practice. And, you, you, you know, the veterans would gather around the crane and take a wheel and sit down on the wheel. And I closed my eyes one day. And, Dave, I don't know how many times you've been around football, but I don't know if you've ever closed your eyes and just listened to the game. It is so different than anything else I've ever done because you can hear the strain, the grunts, the the pads. You hear everything. And I just thought to myself when I was sitting in the back of the room today looking down on those fields, oh, it's about to be on here in a little while, and it's not going to be sweet. It's sweet right now. In the offseason right now, you know, Russell Wilson riding around dumping golf carts with Justin Simmons. Oh, it's sweet right now. But in just a little while, it's going to be some work down there. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be some hard work, and um, you know, it's one of the things that I think uh, T 
TV has done a really good job of over the years of trying to bring just what Al was talking about, trying to bring uh, viewers and fans of football uh, as close to the action as they possibly can because those field mics, those boom mics. Yes. And you can sit at times and some, you know, some uh, networks sort of ride those mics mm-hmm. really high. But when you, can, you can sit at home and you can hear uh, some of the stuff going on. Some, as you said, the pads popping and the grunts and the, the sometimes the an moans, expletive right. every, every now and then. Mm-hmm. But it's, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a version of hand-to-hand combat. Yes. It is. I mean, that's just what it is. It's not like our veterans who put their life on the line, right, and, and have to engage in that way. But it's a version of hand-to-hand, mano-a-mano, even though it's a team game. But hand-to-hand, mano-a-mano combat, and, you know, it's, it's, how, it's how Al and I grew up, and it never gets old. And, it and just I, never gets old. And for some reason, man, knowing, knowing that you're going to have to pay the price for it later, okay? I mean, now I think anybody who... What you enters, mean? You, wa- you watched me walk in today? <laughs> what I, you been, mean? I've been watching you walk in for a lot of days. And this is saying, you're going to pay the price later down the line. We know now... With all the information from former players that we have enough information, you're going to pay the price later. Mm. But while you're down there competing, there's nothing better. Yeah. While you're down there competing, there's nothing better. But, you know, we know more now uh, than we've ever known. But it's it's about to be a real stressful situation for a lot of guys on that field. And I just can't wait to see who we get to stress out on Sunday. And we had, we had a chance to visit with um, – with George Payton and with Sean Payton. And I thought both guys, I mean, aside from the Zoom call that uh, they did with members of the media, we had a chance to sit and sort of chop it up briefly. And I thought both of them, um, I mean, this is an in, this is an intense time, right? It's not like you, you're right before the game. Now, that intensity level for players is like off the charts. But in terms of being a new head coach uh, and a and a GM with a new head coach and trying to get this thing back on track and all the, and working for a guy that is wired as tight as Sean Payton, I believe is wired. You can tell there's a, there's just a feeling of, you know, an intense sort of thing between them that, and they're getting ready for the draft. And he said, we're trying to analyze players. You know, I'm here. I'm trying to analyze every single player on the roster. So man, I can't wait. It's, It's a ways down the road but I can't wait for the start of it. Yeah, the intensity, I 100% agree with you. And even when we were in having our little event this afternoon yeah. down there at the facility. You could tell, couldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but it's funny how people will read that, read into it, right? They'll read into that of there's there's discord. There's They're, they're not on the same page. They Maybe Sean Payton doesn't like George Payton. I didn't read that at I all. I didn't get that at all. Are and people actually, are they actually saying that? Yeah, they're, they're sort of even taking today's press conference and finding ways to sort of pit these two guys against each other. And I listen, I poured through the entire 50 minute presser. I did too. I did too. And I didn't hear I didn't one minute or, or even it. watch one minute of it where I thought, no, these guys don't like each other and they're they're not gonna be able to work together. No. I hey, listen, Sean's all due respect. I think Sean's running the show. I think George is okay with that. And I think there's, you know, we gotta wait and see how they interact. When I heard Sean Payton say I've had some great moments with George, mm-hmm. and in a lot of ways, he reminds me of Mickey Loomis. Mm. 
Well, I'm thinking that was his guy. That okay, was it. that was his dude. That was his guy. So that's, I mean, that's good for George. But I think we let this thing play out. Um, you don't bring a guy in like Sean Payton and give him a five-year deal for close to $100 million. And all of a sudden, he's got to walk around, tiptoe around. First of all, that's not his style. That's just not who he is. And second of all, um, he's, he's, he's the guy now. So I think George is fine with that. Yeah, I think that we'll, we'll have, you know, I think that you know, because some of this stuff did happen on George Payton's watch, right? I mean, we're talking about a lot of the dysfunctionality of the Denver Broncos happened on George Payton's watch. He agreed to, along with the head coach, some of the um, controversial things that were part of Russell Wilson's, you know, early existence here in Denver. Um that he has to own that, right? I mean, he has to own that. And, and, and I know how this business works, and you know how this business works, and Ryan, you know how this business works. We know that general managers don't get fired until after the draft. Now, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not saying that George Payton's going to get fired. I'm not telling you uh, that he is. What I'm telling you is if they do get fired, they get fired after the draft. They don't get fired before the draft. They get fired after the draft. Mm. So we'll find out how they how, how Sean Payton really feels about George Payton after the draft. So I, I would be, I think you're right. Conceptually, I think you're right. I would be more than mildly surprised if George Payton is not here this same, year. Same. Uh, but but I understand what you're saying. I would be surprised too. You, you got to let that I'm head coach saying. come in, and 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 especially a head coach like him. So that and that and that's why I think George is. Listen, George is a football guy. He loves to grade. I mean, to look at players, to analyze players, to grade players. And so I think with Sean here now, that sort of gives him the ability to do what he loves to He's do. He's not great at hiring head coaches. He, obviously. That is not as that is not a strength. But I, I love that your point that you just made there because it, it's about being in the role that you're best fit for. And George Payton gets to sit back, a he gets talent to scout. A, a football. Yes. Wait a minute, wait a minute. We're saying two different things, right? No, we're not. Okay, he is a football player uh, evaluator. Uh, evaluator. Yes. Okay. Yes. He's not great at hiring head coaches. That's fine. He's not going to ever have to do that again. Okay. That was his role when he was hired, is to hire the next head coach. Yeah, and there's a reason he was put in that And find the next quarterback. Yeah, that was his was, role. But he was mistakenly put in that role as a result of the fact that they were going through a transition in ownership. That was not how that happened. That's that, exactly that, how that no, happened. No, no, that's not how that Fantastic happened. Fantastic with that I'm because they, had no, they didn't have ownership in no, place. No, 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 no. Sean Payton, I mean, uh, 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 George. Uh, George Payton was hired a year before that. I know. And they, they knew they were selling. They knew that they were going to be going through that process. And they, they needed to hire a new head coach because they moved on from Vic Fangio. So did they make the right hire? Well, I guess we're going to find out because the role he's in right now is the one that they, well, they hope he's Well, half of the hire at. is finding the head coach. And the half, of the, uh, half of the hire is finding the head coach. Half of the hire is finding the right player. Well, how do you think he's done a talent evaluation? You know, I really like the players that he's put around the Denver Broncos. I really like, I really like every single player that he's added to this team in free agency and in uh, in the NFL draft. See, I, here's the thing, though. George George is on the hot seat with a lot of people in town, and I understand this. And the first thing they say is, well, Russell Wilson. That's it. George brought Russell but Wilson Russell in. Wilson's not a bad player. But see, here's, here's, here's my point. If Sean Payton 
does what I think he's going to do. I'm on record as saying this. He's going to bring the absolute best out of Russell Wilson. I, I agree. And if Russell Wilson has the kind of year that I think he's going to have, and the Broncos win 10 games, and Russell Wilson, whatever the numbers are, 3,600 yards. Win, the Broncos win 12 games. Okay, okay. well, I mean, okay. let me just say you – Last year said 14, so <laughs> you know, I, I'm just trying, I'm to, I'm trying to help year. you get the hell I'm out of your own way. You know, <laughs> hey, hey, bro, you're, you're like, hey, you're like the Mack truck that ran you over. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm more realistic this year. Uh, yeah, 12, 12 games, 12 bro. Games. 12 games, so, But if, if he does, and Russell plays like I think he's going to play, yep. then the criticism of George Payton for, at least now, from some, that, oh, he missed, he gave Russell that big contract, look how Russell played, what, what, what do we do with the wait, criticism wait, 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 then? Wait, 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 wait. You still believe in Russ, right? I do. Do you still believe in Russ, Brian? Absolutely. I still believe in but Russ. But I'm, I'm saying George has taken a lot of grief on that deal. Wait a minute. Dude, how many people are saying that deal is a terrible deal, a though? Lot of, a lot of people. Text us right now. A lot, a lot of people. Text us right now oh, if you, you think Russell Wilson oh, got a bad know. deal. Well, Russell Wilson I mean, I mean, got a bad I mean, deal? I mean, the Broncos... Got a, the wrong end of this deal. Yeah, text, a lot, text us a here. Lot, you know that. Well, a lot of, I, I, lot listen, of people man, do. I haven't been hearing that. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I, just, today, I heard. Huh? I mean, I'm saying today it feels like that. What do you mean? But it it's feels an, like it's, what? It's incomplete. Like, like, like Russell Wilson contract is bloated and he doesn't deserve it? Well, no, the, the, the Broncos trade for Russell Wilson was too much. I mean, very clearly, the returns on, think, it, the return that, on Russell Wilson has not been but there. You've heard that, though. I, I, yeah. Listen, man, I'm telling you that half of this is hiring the right head coach. Well, no, I, we're, we're agreeing. But okay, you, so you, you can't I, get the other you half and right? I, you and I have, and Ryan have heard that George missed on the Russell Wilson deal. We've heard that. Because last he year they, were, the coach, they were horrible. Uh, you and I believe the same thing. You, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Well, do a better job of agreeing <laughs> well, with me. Then, then listen, the things on the side of your head you need to use. So I'm saying there are people that look at the Russell Wilson deal and blame George Payton. Yes. My point is I think, you think, Ryan thinks, it's going to be much better this year. So then it really wasn't a bad deal. It really wasn't a bad right. move by George Payton. Right. Because we found out that he is the kind of player that we all hoped him to have been when he came from Seattle. It's incomplete right now. It's incomplete. That's right. But, uh, that, that's the way I, I've been looking at it. Certainly the first year you, you wanted a, a splash, but it was a bad pairing with the head coach. You move on. And now you have a new head coach. And now Russell Wilson, it's, it was really on him. We talked about this a couple of days ago, Dave. It's legacy now. Like what Russell Wilson was before the trade and what he is now are two different guys. And so now for Russell Wilson, this is a look in the mirror moment. This is a, I need to be on the same page as this coach because where does my career go if I can't get it right with Sean Payton? And I'm excited about he, he it. He will. And he will. I think, he's gonna be, I think he's gonna be great this year. I just I just know that, you know, barring injury, Russell Wilson is gonna get us 11, 12 wins. You know, I just think that that's who he's been as a career player in this league. But if you don't have the right guidance in this business, of, of all businesses, right, where where you say this is the right move and this one changes the outlook or the outcome on a season, of all the sports that we follow, okay, and we're just talking about the big four, there is more impact from the coaching staff in football than there is in all the other three sports combined. And that includes making your matchups 
in the NHL and making sure that the lineups are correct in the NHL. That includes batting order and pitching matchups in Major League Bas- in, in Major League Baseball and lineup changes and matchups in the NBA. If you don't have it right in football, if your coaching staff is right, not right in football, not only will you lose, you'll get embarrassed. You asked for reaction on the text line. Boy, it's pouring in, man. Uh, terrible deal. Knew it the first day. Oh, ne- next you, one. You meant, nah, that, that, but that, that, that shouldn't that surprise you. You, uh, you know yeah, you, that's I'm, out there. I'm gonna, I think you're just doing this selectively because you like to do this. <laughs> that's out there. No, you like to do this. You like to do this. You, you like to read all there. the negative text first. You know it's out there. <laughs> I'm just reading what's I'm, off I'm the just top gonna, here. I'm not going to believe fella. you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open up the text line. That's right. The it's truth, out there. The truth is out there, yeah. Big fella, Russ has not proven his value. Uh, that's another one Which here. is true so far. Yeah, it's, 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 it's true. Truth. It's okay. If we didn't trade for Russ, keeping all other things equal, we'd have a top five pick of that quarterback in the draft this year. That is something that is, is being... Yeah. You, oh, you know that's out there. I Russell mean, Wilson came to Denver fat and out of shape. Okay. You see, that's what I'm saying. Mm. The three of us know that this sentiment is out there. And what will happen this year is, <laughs> I think with, with Sean Payton here... The sentiment will be different at the end of the year. Big Al should be down at the park. It is 420. <laughs> How do you know that's not where he came from? Seriously. Man, I walked by your car and I don't know. Yeah. It's just, just Bob hey, Marley and Big Al. It's like, what's going on? Oh, my goodness. Something's burning inside the <laughs> car. Nathaniel Hackett was a bad hire. Somebody just texted that in from... You know, the 970-1978. That was, you know, that's all I'm that's all I'm pointing to. It was just a bad hire. Mm-hmm. You just gave too much. You gave you gave too much structure away to uh, a country club environment for the quarterback. You shouldn't have and the team. Yes, you shouldn't and have treated team. it like it was last year. That we have a, a NFL football team that will not practice NFL type of drills, NFL type of movement, NFL type of toughness, and we would just. You know, we, we were going to flag football this thing until the game start and not give a real look at our offense or defense in real game situations you the, you know, in the preseason. First, you know, the first thing that Jerry Rosberg did when he was named interim head coach? Put on pads. That was the second thing. What was the first thing? He, took, he said, I want that blankety-blank basketball hoop taken down. I mean, it was. Did he really? Yes, sir. They took the basketball hoop down. Wow. Hey, man, you're not winning games. Shooting hoops. It, it, we're not. We're not here at a country club. I mean, come on. Right. If right. you're winning, I'm all about it. But we, there, there's got to be. We got to get to business. Right, right. Right. So this guy, the new head coach, mm-hmm. he's he's already gotten to business. Really has. I'm. I'm. I just can't wait for the season. I really can't. I did like his little crack today when uh, we had a chance to meet with him there at our, our little function when they were talking about the first round and what they're going to be doing this year. And Sean Payton's like, I was your first round he pick. He stood up and said, wait a minute, I thought I was the first round pick. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. Yeah. That's a great yeah, line. Yeah. It's true. And yeah. I said that yesterday. Hey, look, we gave up you know, a first round pick for Sean Payton, and I do believe it's worth it because I do like you guys believe that coaching matters in this business. Sure it does. really matters in this business. So yeah. I'm excited, man. I'm I'm excited. And like I said, you know, it was good to be over there. Every time I'm over there, though, I just, you know, I just long to see Pat Bowling roll up in those 
you know, those leather shorts <laughs> and a leather jacket mm. and it's penny loafers, man. And, and they and go that- for a 25 mile run. <laughs> I, I, one quick thing, we got to go to break. I, I will never forget Dave, Dave, uh, 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 Dave. Um, oh gosh. My, my reporter used to write for the Rocky Mountain News, who I did a radio show with. Oh, Dave. Uh, I, uh, I can see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gosh uh, almighty, really? Yeah, you did that. Golly. Krieger. Dave Krieger told me the story. He wanted to get a, an exclusive with Mr. Bowen. Uh-huh. This is back like in 85. So Pat said, um, okay, I tell you what. And Krieger, Krieger was a marathon runner. Uh-huh. Pat said, we can do it, but you're going to have to run. It was up in Greeley. I'm going to go for a run. You're welcome to go with me. Ask me anything you want to. And Krieger said, okay, we can do that. He about ran. <laughs> Krieger said, this dude about ran my, my legs off. Did he really? Oh, yeah. Pat Bowen was a marathoner. I mean, really one of those, you know, athletes. And Pat, mm-hmm. back in the late 80s, was probably, I don't know, late 40s. Oh, yeah. Quite a athlete. Quite I remember run. reading yeah, about him when That's I was right. at the University of Colorado and those triathlon, uh, triathlon, uh, triathlons. triathlons that he yep. was part of. Yep. Well, I was more... going to get it out, Dave. I was just helping you. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> going to call it tritons. <laughs> some lumley. Some lumley. We need some more of your text, text reaction. It's really not. Uh, more of your text reaction plus the Nuggets big win last night. That's all next on the KOA Sports 2, 850 AM and Rockies baseball here at the top of the hour as the uh, Rockies are on the road. They're going to begin a series against the Phillies. Got an eight-game losing streak. Hopefully they can turn that around and we'll uh, have coverage starting at four. First pitch at 440. Last night, Uh, our beloved Nuggets. uh, What a win. What a game. What a game. I'm telling you, man, Jamal Murray, man. They kept saying it during the broadcast last night. That was bubble Jamal Murray. That was the bubble, Jamal Murray, and he came to play, and he was just outstanding. And he had some big time shots, huge shots. And then Michael Porter Jr. Man, he was huge. That guy, he was huge at the start of the fourth quarter. That's yes, it, because I mean, both Murray and Joker were out of, out sitting of line. on sitting on the bench, man. And it was it was just a reminder of if you just you know I got I got this that reverse layup that he hit, man between those two guys and finished on started on the right side of the rim and finished on the left up and under I just thought man if this dude can hit the three coming off of screens he can drive he can post 
And now, you know, his back is well enough to finish at the rim. Mm -hmm. Why can't this guy be a perennial all-star every year? But, but, but something about the way that Michael Malone uses him or doesn't trust him still bothers me because it shouldn't, you shouldn't have to be in a desperation mode when uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves climb all the way back and go to a lead before you go to him. So I, I think two things about last night that uh, I was struck by. One... They came out in the first half, and, and they basically Crisp. did just like they did in game one. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, okay, th this is sort of what I what I thought. Then in the third quarter, they absolutely looked like they had no clue. I mean, they were just standing around. Minnesota in the third quarter was 17 of 21 from the field. 17 of 21. Yep, over 80%. So, and a lot of layups, the things that we were worried about as a, as yeah. a show. We've I been mean, talking about got some hey, easy no, shots. no interior defense for the Denver Nuggets, and guys were finishing at the rims easy. But what I liked, even though the third quarter was horrible, was that they righted the ship in, in past games, past years. I think Minnesota would have won that game, and we'd be tied at 1-1, and now we go to Minnesota and try to figure out how you win one of those two games, either three or four. But the Nuggets came out in the fourth quarter and sort of played back how they had played in the in the first quarter. And that that was a listen, we talked about Anthony Edwards yesterday. Oh, yeah. You, you got vintage Anthony Edwards, you got vintage Jamal Murray, and the Nuggets found a way to pick themselves up off the deck. They'd been stunned and take some ammonia capsule or whatever, get back <laughs> after it, and you know what? They're up 2 nothing. I, lo I love the fourth quarter grit that they showed. Mm -hmm. yeah, how, well, how about the Joker, man? I mean, he was amazing. He was great, man. Yeah, he 20, was amazing. Was amazing some of the player. quietest 27, 9, and 9 you'll ever see. I mean, see. those assists, man. I mean, it was great. When those you, two lobs. Oh, my goodness. The lobs were just, I mean, they were just... I mean, at the rim, perfect. I, I don't know a, a point guard that could throw it better than, the, than yep. those lobs. And I mean, they were just—they were just perfect, right? I mean, just there's something about the guy that I love during the playoffs that I can't—I I can't really—I can't really bind to in the regular season because I know mm. the slow—I I know the playoffs are, are going to be slower. I know the playoffs are not going to be up and down the court. I know you're going to grind it out a little more. Mm -hmm. And man, his game is built for the playoffs. It really is built for the playoffs. Well, they're especially gonna, with the supporting cast. And too. they're, they're going to be hard. To, listen, I think they're going to be hard to deal with. You know, yeah. Phoenix, we just found out, you know, today that uh, Kawhi Leonard's not going to play right. in game three. So the Suns now have gone from a small underdog to like a six point favorite. So they're probably going to be able to get one of those, if not both of those in LA. It's going to be the Suns. But I'll tell you this uh, the Nuggets, if they play the way they're playing from a a uh, pace standpoint mm -hmm. and just a defensive effort standpoint, Nuggets are going to be hell. I don't care with Kevin Durant and De Devin Booker. I know that those mm. are two great mid-range shooters, but the Nuggets are going to be hell to beat. And I love your point, by the way, of the response to the third quarter, giving up 40 points, as you mentioned, over 80% shooting. That, for me, is is kind of one of those deals. They, they, they were able to do whatever they wanted in the first half. They come out, they get smacked in the mouth, and they they responded to that. I think that's going to be valuable to them, not only in this series, but beyond, to know that they no have doubt. that. They no have doubt. that in their bag. Hey, no, no, no matter what's happening right now, one bad quarter, and even Mike, Mike Malone, sorry, I almost called him Mike, Michael Malone, <laughs> last night I thought said this perfectly. He said, we've played seven very good quarters. We played one really bad quarter. Yep. But he's like, you know what? 
that that for us is something to build on and that's for us we have because you can use that as your Michael Malone and say guys we still have not played a perfect game we have not played this thing as perfect as we're capable of and I and I love that you can lean on that going forward I I just you know last night was just such a great game man you know I yesterday I said that um Anthony Edwards was going to penetrate you and he was going to finish at the rim. I said to I said tonight, this was of course yesterday that Anthony Edwards was going to slash and not just settle for jump shots and and even when he shot the jump shots they were good. He knocked them down too. I, I, was, I, listen man, that guy is so damn explosive, man. I mean I, he, I didn't realize I, is I'm he gonna 20 say years this, old. 21. Whew. I'm going to say this right now. And I know out there on the text line you're going to go nuts. But I think that is, we're looking at the next Michael Jordan-style player in Anthony Edwards. I mean, what he is able to do with his athleticism is scary. And if he de- he keeps developing like the way he has since he was 19 entering into the NBA, that guy has a chance to be I, I, one, one of the greatest. He was I mean, the second pick overall, was I, he not, in the draft? Yeah, I think yeah, he was I mean, pick yeah, number two. I mean, He's got all the pedigree, right? But I, I mean, agree. it says that he's, he's supposed to be this guy. The guy that's not that guy is the guy that I said yesterday we were talking would be a key. See, Carl Anthony Towns oh, drives yeah. me just yeah. just stupid. Yeah, uh, it's like he he he's really skilled for a big man. He does not take advantage of, and I know Barkley was talking about yeah. it after the game. But I mean, good for the Nuggets, but. Carl Anthony you can't Towns can't miss that many shots from from point blank well, range for right, a big man either. Right, it doesn't look like he has any lift, so I don't that, know. Yeah, but that that is, Edwards is a special special guy. Yeah, but I tell you what, Carl Anthony Towns for not having much lift and not finishing around the rim still affects uh, the Denver Nuggets defensively. That was kind of surprising to see his length still show up, uh, and Gobert's length show up in some crazy places. Gobert had a a, 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 a recovery block on Jamal Murray that was just cold-blooded. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I mean, the hustle was great, and he timed it up perfect. I mean, it was just a great damn game, man. I mean, if you love basketball, last night you got it. You got it last night from the Denver Nuggets and the Minnesota Timberwolves, and I just can't wait to see more of it. For some reason, I can't understand what's going on with Conley and why isn't he more effective because – you know, he, he did now. He did he did draw two fouls on Jamal Murray that were kind of they were hilarious to tell you the truth. I mean, if I was drinking last night, the first one I could see, the second, second one. one was like a horrible call. <laughs> I know if I was drinking last night, I would have just been I would have been taking shots. I'm like, cause that, <laughs> the, that was just funny, man. I mean, that was just funny just watching him um, maneuver and, and and getting those two two fouls, but. That game last night was worth the price of admission. I agree. Yeah, it was, it was tremendous. I, I'm going to push back a little bit on Anthony Edwards just for a moment. You are. You tried pushing back yesterday, and both of us said, yeah. it ain't it ain't Carl Anthony well, no, Towns the key, but it's I was Anthony right. Edwards. No, See, no I was you were not right. right. No. You guys, you guys <laughs> were wrong. No. I was actually right on this. You want to go no, Carl Anthony no, Towns. No, hold on. I said, I said he needed to be great, and guess what? He wasn't, and they lost. So I was right about Carl Anthony I, Towns. I, I said, at, when you said Carl Anthony Mm-mm. Towns needs to be great, I said he's not the Mm-mm. key to Minnesota. Anthony Edwards is the guy. <laughs> he <laughs> is the guy. You guys are hilarious. Because if Carl well, Anthony they, they Towns... they these shows. Did you know that? Yeah, I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> if, if Carl Anthony Towns was great last night, did the Minnesota Timberwolves win? Yes. Uh, but easily. Yes. I don't know. Yes. Oh, easily my ass. What are you talking about? Yeah, he had 10 points. Is that all? 12, yeah, 10 points in the game. Yeah, 10 and 12? Yeah. And he's capable of way better than that. And we all know well, that. You, you, you think? You, do you think 
the Joker is capable of scoring more than 26? Yeah, it just depends on what mood he's in. I mean, it's what they need, whatever it, they need. That's exactly yeah, right. He's, he is he, whatever they need. But Cat so, is not that guy. Cat needs to. Cat he is. So, man, that's a two, he's two, I, two, three times better I'm gonna than Cat. Be, I'm going to be judgmental um, for a minute. Cat, to me, has the heart the size of a BB. Mm-hmm. He got I can no, see that. like, I mean, just doesn't I mean, have you just, any. You're in, you're in the paint, bro. You're in the paint. You are in the paint. You're seven foot tall. You're in the paint. He settles for too many jumpers, especially like, from being in the arc. No, no, no. Why are you doing a up a, a, a loop de like my high school coach? You say, why are loop you doing a loop de a loop de loo a loop de doop de shot in the in the loop de loop de doop de shot from the from point blank range? <laughs> what the hell's loop de doop de? That's exactly. Hey, exactly. Like, what are you doing? When you are seven foot in, Alan, the, in Alan, the lane. Alan and I are going to get you a Carl Anthony Towns t-shirt because that's your guy. Anthony Edwards will never be Michael Jordan because he disappears in games. Let's get a quick check of traffic. Like, like how he threw it to traffic? What? Let's get a quick check of traffic yeah. from the KOA Traffic Throw Center. It to traffic. Here's Dave Hunter. It's time for Show Me the Money. Show Me the Money. On the Sports Zoo. Show Me the Money! Jerry, you better yell! Show Me the Money! All right, time for Show Me the Money here on a beautiful Thursday here in the Mile High. I said a little chilly, but uh, we got abs hockey tonight. And the records look like this. Dave and Ben are at 3-3. Three and three. Alfred and I are both 2-4, and four, so... Relatively close. I, hey man, listen. Last night, man, I was like, <laughs> yeah, and it was nine. I mean, it was a half a point, I was man. So mad. You know what? I was so I know y'all were looking at it. Oh, of course I was. I was like a half a point. Well, man. I'm the only one that took Denver. You did. You took the over too, didn't you? I, yeah. I, I, no, I, yeah, I, I, under. I under. I yeah. lost the under, but I at least got okay. yeah, the Yeah, was it Bruce Brown that put at the free throw line? No, no, it was KCP. They put at the free throw line. Hit two. And right. Hit two. I'm like, they were trying to call timeout and got a, a freebie there at the end of the game. Are you kidding it me? It was seven. Carl Anthony Towns sitting over there on the sideline. If he crying. makes that, if he makes that three, then it's down to four. The Lakers like win by five. It's losers lament. <laughs> That's all it is. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I said the same thing. I just shook my head. But it, but the Nuggets won. That's all I ultimately cared about. Yeah. But tonight, tonight, I absolutely want the Avs to win. They need to win. We got Avs by one and a half over under six. What's Ben doing? Ben is taking the Kraken and the under. The under. Mm, mm. Ryan? Yeah, it is my turn. I'm going to take your turn. the Avs and the over. The over. Mm. I think the Avs are going to make a Big statement tonight. Fella. I think I'm going to take the Avs in a four to one game. So you're going under. The I'm going under. under. I'm going under. Avs and under. Empty netter uh, after, after, after three. So that'll be okay. four to one. All right. I am. Uh, mm -mm -mm. I think Colorado will win, but I'm going to take the Kraken Ooh. plus a goal and a half, and I'm going over. The the over. Mm. So you like mm. the over in this one? Is that partly a response to Grubauer not probably having as good a game as he's going to? Yeah, he had I mean, I think, I think the Avs. I think the Avs will come out really strong to start with, and I think they're going to be able to 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 beat Grubauer. Uh, but but Seattle is a Seattle, mm -hmm. Seattle's a little bit better from a talent standpoint than most people give them credit. Mm -hmm. They don't have any like, I mean, like big name players, but they got a bunch of guys that are 
good, solid hockey players and have played well in the National Hockey League. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, don't, I don't expect this to be uh, an easy game for the Avs, but I think the Avs will win. Yeah, I think the uh, I think the Avs are going to win. I think that you know we'll, we'll find a better way to get more people involved, and maybe Nathan McKinnon is uh, uh, not heavily depended on as much as he has been, uh, and maybe that that that'll loosen it up and and get more people involved, and and maybe that second and third line will have more than seven shots on goal. Yeah, we talked about how it was two thirds of the shots on goal were from the first line. Yep. And then everybody else, it just it just seemed like there was no there was no offense once the first line was off. So Mikko Rantanen, Nathan McKinnon, Rodriguez. I mean, as far as I'm looking at it right now, the Avalanche need to find some secondary and third guys that can score or at least are willing to take some shots and willing to put pressure on Grubauer. Because Grubauer, I thought it was good, although I love Nathan McKinnon's uh, sort of shot at him after the game when he was asked, like, hey, what did you guys learn from watching uh, Philip Grubauer out there? He's like, nothing. nothing. Mm -hmm. Any other questions? Right. But, but you know, Fantastic. you got to also remember that Grubauer was the goalie of record when we were supposed to have been uh, Stanley Cup champs two and three years ago. And they got swept. Exactly. So, I mean, I, I don't know if there's a lot of respect that's there. I mean, we did put him out there so that he can go to the Kraken. So, I mean, it, it, it might not be a lot of love out there. I don't for think him. so. I don't, think so, I don't think so. I don't think so. So, let's just figure out what this is tonight with a better effort. You know, let's, let's see if that's we, can, we yeah. can have the kind of uh, intensity uh, that we saw out of the Nuggets last night. You know, sometimes, you know, believe this or not, you know, when, when you're an athlete in a city, and Dave, I'm quite sure you had some of this happen to you uh, when the Indians were great or the, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers were good when they, when they had the Twin Towers there. When you see other guys in your city doing great things, man, for some reason as an athlete, you want to be part of that party too. And we saw oh, that sure. happen for the Boston community for years, right? I yep. mean, you can't have the Patriots doing all the... The, the the heavy lifting. How about some of the Red Sox now? The Celtics, Red Sox, yeah, Celtics, exactly, Bruins. exactly. So yep. I think you can be inspired by guys that are uh, pro athletes that are playing in your city, especially when you see them around town. Hey, one thing before we go: name the last time, as I switch here quickly, in the NFL, that an offensive coordinator, a play caller, one year, the next year, was hired as a defensive analyst. Uh, the Patriots. Tell about Matt, well, Matt, Matt Patricia. Patricia. Matt Patricia. What about him? He's been hired by the Philadelphia Eagles as mm -hmm. a defensive analyst. Yep. But he was the offensive. He was the offensive play caller, which I never understood. Right. For Bill Belichick well, last year in the that, Patriots. That's three. That that he goes from defense to offense to defense. That's yep. right. That's right. From head I've coach never to seen that before. Defensive offensive coordinator. I mean, it's crazy. Thank you to Grant Smith. Thank you to Michael Coover. For Dave Logan, Alfred Williams, I'm Ryan Edwards. we got Rockies baseball coming up here at the top of the hour. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to KOA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.